This is GamerCast episode 382, E3 2014. This is the show recorded on the 10th of June, 2014. Yeah, I'm your host, my name is Paul. Joining me this week as always is Catherine. Hello. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> um, yeah, so this is our E3 show, so normally we would be at E3. Mm, sorry. But this year, we're not. Yeah. Which is good, because it's a lot cheaper. Yeah, it saves me a lot of money not going there. <laughs> However, it means I don't get a nice holiday in LA this year. Yes. Holiday. Hey, it's fun. Yeah, it's a shame you don't do any work. So my apologies to Charlotte that we're not at C3 this year, but we can still talk about it even though we're not. There. The thing is, you don't even need to be at E3 because no, the best seats are your seat at home on the internet. As long as you've got a good connection to the, the information superhighway. My stream wasn't that great. I watched the stream on Xbox because I don't give a toss about a Ubisoft. Mm. Silent Hunter 5, what does she call it? Right, what should I play? I don't know, really. Mm. Is there anything you could play that's. No, there's not really anything you could play that's themed to the. any of the things on the show, really, that you'd want to play? Not really. I know what we're playing. I know, where's it gone? I don't know. I don't know what it is. Ah, yeah. Have you played that in a while? I bought it all the time. Right, let's delete this save game. I don't care about that. Are you doing a show then? I am. I just thought you were getting that ready. Okay, cool. I'm just playing. I don't care what you say. Um, So I'm just. I only introduced the show. That's my function. Oh, but you're, you might chime in a little bit. So, I've kind of gone in order. So, what we've usually done over the last three years, anyway, is kind of do a podcast per conference, but we're just kind I of plopping it into one and not having... Uh, we're not talking about everything on the... Everything that was Are we announced. Not? No. Because there's a lot of stuff that I'm just like, I don't really want to talk about that. I don't know. It just felt like it made sense to talk about the things that we thought were potentially interesting, or I thought were interesting. So nothing then. Hey, loads of stuff because it's me. Um, so to start off, Microsoft started off first off as always uh, over here. It was like five thirty when it started, uh, but in America, of course, it was in the early hours of the morning. I think they start about nine ish. Um, so they started off with Call of Duty: Advanced Warfare. So I'm not generally a Call of Duty person. I mean, I'll play it if I'm asked to play it or. If I have to. Um, but I actually thought it looked quite good. Um, I think it's because it's got more of a sci-fi element to it. That it it feels so so much detracting well, we from... we talking about Call of Duty? I know, we are. And it's me talking Why about Why are we talking about Call of Duty? Because G? it feels so separated from the standard bland war from, you know, the normal Call of Duty's that, I don't know, it just felt a bit different. It's because of all the kind of high-tech stuff. I liked it. I liked the looks of it. And the, like, the drones and massive things. And I was like, this feels more like a kind of, you could say it's like a Terminator future. Well, it's like any kind of sci-fi future, really. So I'm, I'm going to kind of keep an eye on it. 
I don't think that'll mean I'll buy it when it comes out, but it might potentially mean I'd be interested in purchasing it at least some point down the line. Um, so yeah, they started off with that. Um, Microsoft generally start off with Call of Duty or finish with Call of Duty. Um, or at least I think they did last year. Um, so they had quite a few things on. Um, everyone showed off. Well, everyone, of course, bar EA showed off Assassin's Creed Unity. Um, well, I think they showed it at Sony. Maybe they didn't. Microsoft did. They showed some. Did they show the co-op? I think that yeah, they showed the co-op. Um, or did they? Or was that at Ubisoft? It's all blowing into one. Um, so they announced what everyone thought was coming, which was co-op for Assassin's Creed Unity, which is um, up to three friends playing with you, uh, which looks quite cool. Um, it looks like you can jump a lot more, or at least the character that was being played as at some points looked like they could jump. Otherwise, it looks pretty. It's set in France. It's Assassin's Creed. Assassin's Creed, eh? Assassin's Creed. But mainly French. the multiplayer. Yep. I mean, that's the biggest thing of it, I suppose. Other than that, it's just in a completely different time zone. French Revolution. Alright. Alright. Um, so that's cool. Then they showed Sunset Overdrive. So they had what I, I'd call a slightly cheesy trailer. I suppose it, it appeals to more people, but I just thought it was a little bit cheesy. Um, but then they showed the game, and I'm looking forward to it. And I, I think it's cool that it's coming out. Uh, October 28th or something like that um, but the one thing that worries me about it is how much is going on at once do you understand what I kind of mean when I say that kind of mm. like it feels like there's a lot to try and do because like they made it seem completely fluid of course the person playing it will have played it multiple times and will be used to that but they made I don't know it makes you wonder sometimes if someone else's gameplay experience will be the same as that or if it will be just a bit more well, a bit less fluid, really. But otherwise, the game looks cool. I suppose the enemies are a little bit boring looking. Um, but otherwise, the whole VFX stuff they've got going, the colour palette's quite nice. Um, and it's nice that it's got a release date, unlike Quantum Break. Um, I don't think D4 has a release date yet. This is me kind of going back on the last year's announcements, because, of course, Sunset Overdrive got announced last year with a CG trailer. And it's just quite quite nice that it's coming out before the Xbox has been out for what well, Xbox One's been out for a year and they've got one of the big titles they announced. So I think it's nice. So hopefully Insomniac have done a cool job on it. Um there was some Dead Rising three news which was announcing um some DLC. So outside of the Microsoft conference they've also announced that Dead Rising three is coming out on PC. Um but it's not well, I mean, I suppose it makes sense to have it on PC. What's wrong? Six and a half average review score. Oh, you're not doing very well. Sorry, Paul. Um, but they announced their their DLC, which is the their Capcom still flogged five thousand copies. <laughs> Capcom thirty first anniversary star thing. So it's got a really crazy name. So they're almost mimicking themselves by calling it the Super Ultra Dead Rising 3 Arcade Remix Hyper Edition EX Plus Alpha. Is it their Super in there as well? Yeah, there was Super Ultra. Super Ultra Dead Rising 3 Arcade Remix Hyper Edition EX Plus Alpha. 
So it's like they've taken everything from the previous Street Fighter titles, really, and popped it in one. Um, so they've got lots of interesting characters that you can play as. It said that you were cosplaying as them. At least that's what I thought it said in the trailer. Um, each character... So it allows up to four-player arcade-style co-op. You can dress up as a number of Capcom characters, which includes Ryu, Tofu... Uh, there was... Is it a... I can't think what her name is. Uh, the girl from Dino Crisis... There was tons of Street Fighter characters in there. Um, I imagine... Oh, there was... Uh, I can't think of what her name is. Oh, there she is. There's a Dino Crisis girl. Um, but yeah, so they've just thrown in tons of different characters from their previous franchises and you can play as them. And just take out zombies, really. Um, it was... Was it seven ninety nine? You looked last night, didn't you? Yeah, something like that. Seven ninety nine. Oh, which is alright. Maybe eight ninety nine. For some kind of fun four player co op. Need to get Charlotte with an Xbox One. And then I can play with her. Get off my camera feed. I'm sorry. Um then they announced Ori and the Blind Forest, which is a really pretty looking uh two D adventure game. Um you could say that the little guy, well, little guy, big guy in it, uh, for anyone who's a Ghibli fan, looks kind of like No Face from Spirited Away, but a little bit larger. So he's still got like a little white mask on him. I suppose that's the, the main kind of um, uh, similarity, really, and that's not a huge similarity. But I think it's a lot of thing, a lot of similarities that people have drawn from it. Um, but it looks, it looks lovely, really. Um, it's being I was trying to find out who developed it. Or is developing it. Um, some guys, but... Mm, I'm sure someone is developing it. Daniel Smith. Now oh, he's a Microsoft producer who spoke about it. Um, either way, it looks absolutely lovely. Uh, it's nice to see... Like, Child of Light's a really pretty platformer. Um but you could say that this looks even nicer and yeah I think they've got it like playable at E3 as well um, but they showed kind of a small trailer for it and it was it was really nice it was nice to see something different because uh, Microsoft do like to show off their AAA kind of stuff so a lot of their show was you know here's the Call of Duty here's Assassin's Creed hey look it's Halo um, hey but, Halo is amazing but it's nice that they kind of they do. They did. I mean, they of course had a like a a trailer full of different titles coming out, which was nice. Uh, but it's just nice that Ori and the Blind Forest had its own kind of segment almost. Um, then they announced Halo: The Master Chief Collection. So this is Halo One to Four. Uh, doesn't come with ODST. So Halo One to Halo Three and Halo Four. Um, the multiplayer has been untouched. That was right, wasn't it? It was that the Halo Two multiplayer has been untouched. Um, but it's got all the maps from all the previous Halo multiplayer. So I think it was over 100 maps. In the over game. 100 maps. Halo 2 has been rejigged. The other games have been left alone. Oh, okay. Although we don't know about Halo 1. Presumably they would have the assets from, from the Halo Anniversary. Oh, okay. So hopefully Halo will also have a toggle switch. Oh, yeah, because Halo 2 is the anniversary. Otherwise it would be, be really weird to... Like not used to things that they just made like last year. Mm. Um, but yeah, it looks amazing. 
I especially like the trailer for Halo 5. Oh, wait, Halo 2. <laughs> um, and they've also added a thing so you can select the missions you play from in the... You set up a playlist? Yeah, so all Was the, it a playlist you want All the missions are available right off the bat, so you can skip out the bloody library level. <laughs> um, that was the first thing you said to me when I got when I, I came home. You well, were like, you can skip the library level. Just been, it had important story elements. But it was long. But they could have been wrapped up into a cutscene. Um, so yeah, they showed that off. Um, and was it you get Guardians Beta in the Master Chief Collection? Master Chief Collection, did it have an... Their focus on graphics served this game very well. Did it have a, a date date, or was it just for... Oh, it's later on in... Yeah. Uh, it's later on this year. Um, so that's cool. It's good for anyone who potentially, I don't know, started playing games on the 360 and maybe missed out on Halo 1 and Halo 2. Didn't get around to picking up Anniversary and now you'll be able to play 1, 2, 3 and 4 all together. Um, or for people like me who potentially hasn't finished all of them yet. <laughs> um, so it's good for stuff like that. And as they said, it's got 4,000G in it. <laughs> Which is uh, quite a lot of achievements for a game. Are you going to try and get all of it? Well, actually, I suppose they still have the multiplayer ones, won't they, and stuff like that. Um, yeah. But they'll have to... thing is, I'll replay through Halo 2. Yeah. Is that the only one you do, you think? I played Halo 1 to death already. Mm. Halo 3 and 4, they're not on PC. Why not? <laughs> no PC, no play. I see. Apart okay. from Halo 2. But then Halo 2 had its own PC release, so... Yeah. With achievements. And they shut the service down. Um, well, they shut the multiplayer service yeah, down. I think the live service is still running for a while. Okay. Um, then we also had the new game from Playdead, which I think looked lovely. It's called Inside. Um, it has a very similar vibe to Limbo, as you would expect, potentially. Uh, so it's nice to see that they're, they're making another kind of puzzle death style game. Um... I recommend everyone watches the trailer for it. It's got an exclusive window on it, um, and then it's going to be coming out on other platforms. So similar to what Limbo had, um, and I think it looks lovely. I can't wait for it whenever it comes out. Uh, that was like one of the trailers. I was like, oh wow, this looks really cool. Um, also because I find it hard to find lots of time to play games. So when they're smaller games, I do actually quite like it. Although I still like big games too. It just takes long to finish. Um, then they announced Rise of the Tomb Raider, which, as I was saying earlier to Paul, sounds like a cheesy 80s film or something like that. Rise of the... Rise of the Tomb Raider. Um, they showed a CG trailer that announced it, and that was kind of it. Um, it sounds like it's the same lady doing the voice as in the previous game for Lara, um, but you could tell straight away from the trailer that it was Tomb Raider. I was watching it, I was like, this is Tomb Raider, isn't it? It's Tomb Raider. And then she got out her little kind of pickaxe thing, I was like, there's Tomb Raider. And then they uncover her hood at the end of it nearly. And it's like, yes, it was Tomb Raider, I knew it was Tomb Raider. Um, so yeah, it's nice that they're making a new one because although the last one had its moments that were slightly iffy, it was actually quite good and I'd like to see another one. Um, so that's really cool. Um, but yeah, no gameplay or anything shown. They just wanted to announce it at the show, 
Um, and they, ch- they took a good time to announce it because it was right at the beginning, really, like, of the morning. Um, then Scalebound was shown off, uh, which is a Platinum Games exclusive for Xbox One. Um, it's being created by Hideki Kamiya, who was the creator of Beautiful Joe. And, yeah, apparently there was rumours that they were potentially making a game with Microsoft. Uh, at least Platinum Games were. And they've now decided to show it off. Um... It looks, I don't know, it looks a little bit weird. You seem to take parts of dragons on if you touch them, it would seem. Uh, but all it was was like a CG trailer, so you couldn't really have a... You couldn't really see what the game itself would look like. Um, but it was more of an announcement, so I imagine we'll probably see more of that next E3, I would guess. Um, then we got to see crack. What, a new Crackdown game is being developed. Um, this is just called Crackdown. Project Sunburst 2. Oh. Yeah, but then they'll release it and then they'll just remove it without telling people. Um, so yeah, new Crackdown game. I'm not sure who was developing it. I know like the... one. Of Why the... are you looking at me? I was asleep. You were asleep? Yeah, I dozed. When Call of Duty came on, I dozed off. That was the start, Paul. Exactly. <laughs> um, hey, have we not talked about Forza? No. Why are we not talking about Forza, man? We are. We're talking about it next. Oh. So we're not doing it in the right order, then? No. Well, I had Forza 5 down in my list, but then I was like, well, that Forza was just, that was just for the map. And I didn't yeah, Nurburgring, free upgrade, thank you very much. Um, and I didn't have on my list where Horizon was. Um, so, yeah, they're making... Uh, so, Crackdown, Thanks, of course... Jason. Crackdown is, of course, only coming out on Xbox One, being Please. a Microsoft license, I presume. Um, then Forza Horizon 2 got announced. Well, actually, no, it didn't get announced. It was already announced. Uh, this got announced a week or so ago. Um, they spoke yeah, everyone knew what they were working on. They spoke a bit about it, though, didn't they? Yeah, it's good. I'm buying it. Yeah. You actually quite enjoyed playing Forza Horizon a bit, didn't you? Because you didn't at first think you'd enjoy bit it. Bit chavvy. Yeah, there's a bit too much music. No, the music is fine. It's just a bit chavvy. Oh, okay. And if it had motorbikes. Motorbikes. Well, yeah, you keep saying that about, well, PGR finished, I guess. <laughs> a while ago. Um, so, yeah, and that's all I've kind of got for the Microsoft conference. There were, of course, lots of other things shown. So they did an idea Xbox video, which com- had a compilation of tons of games. Um, you said something about a Gears of War logo? Yes, yeah, so at the very end of the conference... They were flashing up lots of different logos. Like, <laughs> Gears of War was one of them. Okay. Um, so I, I reckon I saw, and you said it, I, I, I was right when I thought I saw it. They, there was Lifeless Planet shown. Lifeless Planet is also coming to Xbox for One. For the Xbox stuff. So I think that's really cool because I was thinking of picking it up, but maybe I'll just wait and get it on Xbox One now. Um, there were lots of, weird, lots of weird games shown as well that look kind of interesting. Um, so I imagine I'll be checking some of those out when they arrive. Um, but yeah, so that's what I've got for Microsoft. Now on to EA. EA Sports. It's re-released again. So Sims 4 was already announced, right? Yep. Yeah. Everyone knew about Sims 4 was announced last year. Yeah, that's what I thought. Um, so they showed some Sims 4 stuff. They're saying that it's now all about how the Sims feel and their heart and their mind, as opposed to just you kind of controlling what they do and now like what they showed was some dude chatted to an old lady called Gladys and 
he read, wrote her some well no he read out some poetry she didn't like it she beat him up and then he was really annoyed at the gym the next day because of it and that affected his mood as such and then he threw a party to make himself feel better and then they showed about how you can import lots of characters that are shared so you can import sims straight away houses whatnot, bring it straight into your game and then see it there and it can change things up so mainly it was just basically saying that you can share and create lots of stuff and the world it feels a bit more inhabited so all the kind of video footage they showed there were lots and lots of sims about talking simlish um, a bit more characterised the, the characters themselves and the weight distribution seems a bit more even now as opposed to before where it didn't look right um, but yeah I mean it felt a little bit lost among all the other EA games that were on show as it was kind of there anything in that kind of light hearted sense that they were showing off but otherwise I'm sure it'll appeal for the Sims fans potentially um, the one thing I did think about it is that it does look like as The Sims always has been, it's slightly dumbed down so that it can run on low end. Either that or they're just not going for very highly detailed. One of the two. Um, they kind of stepped on, I suppose stepped on is not the right word. They, they briefly went in on Star Wars Battlefront, which they of course announced last year, but however... They, years off. they only showed like a dev diary basically and they did exactly the same for saying there's a new Mass Effect game coming but we're just going to show some in progress stuff and have the dev team talk and the same with Mirror's Edge 2 other than they showed a little bit more prototype stuff um, it all seemed to be about showing prototypes of their games and really early stuff which is quite different from what EA is kind of normally like or used to be like um because, you know, usually the kind of stuff they'd show would be, you know, highly polished, almost ready stuff, demos and whatnot. Whereas, I mean, they showed Criterion's upcoming game, or game they're working on, which was kind of like a, what felt like a free roamy racing game, race, first person racing game with ATV bikey things and parachute gliding, hand gliding and helicopters and whatnot with destruction um, so yeah they I, I kind of agree with them on them changing themselves up um, but they of course still showed their hard hitters I mean they did a load of sports stuff so NHL NFL they briefly mentioned um, and FIFA of course you can't get forget about FIFA and they're doing a new PGA Tour game as well um, and then they of course showed off Battlefield Hardline where they announced that any owners of Battlefield 4 could join the beta for Hardline on PC and PS4 and that was first come first serve I don't know if they've run out I imagine they might have uh, where you can play a map um, but otherwise Hardline as they kind of mentioned beforehand um, is kind of cops and robbers Battlefield so the cops are more like you feel more like you're playing a Battlefield game because of course you know you're shooting lots whereas the the robbers perhaps a little less so um, but it I don't know, from one of the, the gameplay bits that were shown, it felt a little bit... I don't know. The multiplayer looked a little bit Call of Duty. In the sense that it looked, it didn't feel like it had the Battlefield polish to it. But I don't know. So yeah, that, that was EA. Um, no surprise things really this year. Oh, sorry. Other than like Mass Effect and the Criterion game. 
Um, otherwise, it was mainly there. I mean, obviously, yeah, they showed UFC as well, which of course comes out pretty soon. Uh, but there's no point in them not talking about it to let people know. Um, and then there was Ubisoft, which started off with Far Cry 4, uh, which is looking really cool. Um, they also announced at the Sony conference that it's got co-op that you can play. Um, it is like... I, I was watching one of the gameplay trailer bits earlier, well, gameplay segment bits earlier, which was like non-stop action, which was pretty crazy. Um, but otherwise, it, it looks okay. I mean, I imagine it's just Far Cry 3, but with more different stuff, loads of elephants and whatnot. Well, there, there's like a bit in one of the videos, and there's an elephant, and it barges into a truck or something, and then it explodes. I think the elephant was still alive. I don't know. Um... But yeah, looks interesting. I mean, it's a new Far Cry. It's kind of what you're used to with 3, and if you enjoyed 3, I imagine you'll probably enjoy 4 as well. Um, then they showed a really nice looking game called Valiant Hearts, The Great War, which is using their UB art framework. Um, and it's a nice 2D puzzle game, but you couldn't really tell what the gameplay was, essentially, other than potentially puzzling. Um, and it's supposed to be telling the real-life story of several characters in the midst of World War One, um, and there's a little doggy in there too, and it was really quite cute. Um, it looked totally adorable, but I'm not 100% sure on how it plays yet. But it's coming out on Xbox One, Xbox 360, PlayStation 3, PlayStation 4, a PC. There was no mention of Wii U. Um, Wii U. Feels like nobody's releasing games on Wii U except for Nintendo, which is a little bit of a shame. Um, and then they also showed off the crew. That's fine because Nintendo announced, well, showed more first-party games than Xbox and PlayStation combined, hmm. um, including Zelda. Yeah, they showed off. Um, or as I called it, Link trotting about again. Uh, new Just Dance and a Just Dance mobile thing. Just Dance is terrible. Everyone plays Dance Central if they're serious. Oh, dance I didn't people. mention Dance Central. Dance Central Spotlight. Why didn't I mention that? Yeah, so... Oh my god, Xbox One later this year. Oh my god. Yeah, so Harmonics are making a new Dance Central. Harmonics. Which is good because Xbox One has required a new Dance Central. Yeah, because we only had just dance. That's crap. Yeah. um, Digital only. So no retail release. Potentially they don't sell that well at at retail. However, um, they've said that with it being digital, they'll have more updates with it for tracks and stuff like that. So whether that means... It might be a small one-off purchase and then tracks for individual prices or something like that's that. That's what normally happens, yeah. isn't it? Um, so Because cool. the thing is, you don't need a, a retail release every year. No. Have your core dance game, do the odd update here and there, and then update it with new tracks. And if you want those new tracks, just buy them. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, Ubisoft showed just dance. They showed a little bit of the division. They showed the crew a bit more. And then they also showed off Rainbow Six Siege, which is the new Rainbow Six game. Um, so it actually looked quite cool, kind of SWAT-like. Um, the video or the trailer they showed off was a multiplayer segment, and it was basically two teams uh, trying to, well, one trying to steal the hostage or keep the hostage, and one trying to save the hostage and trying to get in through different means. So there was like blowing up windows blowing up through walls, blowing through the ceiling, which was the floor from above, um, grabbing the hostage, although at one point it was weird because she was like always on the left side of the player, but then at another point she disappeared and I thought they'd dropped her or something, but they were still carrying her. 
Um, but they're still doing a single player experience for it as well for anyone who doesn't want to play multiplayer. Um, and it will be a full price release in 2015 on Xbox One, PlayStation 4 and PC. Uh, they haven't said when in 2015. It could potentially slip, of course. Uh, but it was looking quite interesting in its really early state. And that's all I kind of got for Ubisoft. I, I don't know. I felt they should have announced another... free re-release. Woo. They should have done a new Rayman or something. It felt like all they were doing mainly was just showing things that already existed. I mean, of course, Division's been bumped back to next year anyway. And they've got Far Cry coming out later this year. The crew coming out. So, yeah. Um, that was it for Ubisoft. And then there was Sony. So I didn't actually manage to stay awake for Sony because it's at 2am. And it was really boring. Well, it's like an hour and a half, so it means you go to bed mega late. Um, so they showed off a few things that I think could be cool. So Little Big Planet 3 was announced. Um, this appears to be in development by Sumo Digital, not Media Molecule. Um, at least based off a few things I read earlier. Um, I true that, so don't expect it to be any good. Well, no, you can't say that. I just did. Little Big Planet Vita was good, and that wasn't Media Molecule. That was Tarzier. Vita? Vita. Yeah, I enjoyed it. Um, however, what they're doing, they're kind of um, changing it all up by introducing new characters. So you've got Odd Sock, who is a sock puppet dog. He can uh, move faster and wall jump. There's Toggle, who's a heavy sack creature who's strong. Um, and there's Swoop, the bird, who can fly and pick up other characters. Um, all original Little Big Planet, Little Big Planet 2 levels are backwards compatible uh, with updated graphics and you can import um, all 8.7 million creations that have been created so far. Um, so yeah, new Little Big Planet and it's coming out in November this year, so later on. Um, and that is PlayStation 4. Uh, Grim Fandango has been announced to have a remastered edition of the game. So Grim Fandango is a really cool adventure game from back in PC times PC. when all the adventure games were on the PCs. Um, so yeah, it's been more than 15 years since it came out originally on PC in 1998 and Double Fine had done a deal with Disney where they will re-release it um, exclusively in a window for PlayStation 4 and Vita. However, um, Tim Schafer later tweeted that it will be coming out on other platforms soon and they'll talk about it um, but of course it will be coming out first on PlayStation formats so that's cool because Grim Fandango is an awesome game um, Let It Die was announced which is a Suda51 PlayStation 4 exclusive um, it looks a bit weird it's kind of like a crazy fighting game uh, where it, it would appear that the damage you deal is completely based off the crazy weapons or normal kind of weapons that you choose um, the clothing choices seemed a little bit well, like a massive range of different things here and there uh, and the trailer itself as well started off as a live action trailer which then blended into gameplay um, it looked interesting kind of experimental I suppose Then they showed a new trailer for No Man's Sky, which is having its console debut on PlayStation 4. Um, so it is, of course, going to potentially come out on PC, I'd imagine. I would think that PCs is probably made, 
his main platform. PC is surely the main platform. Yeah. Um, so they showed a new trailer wasn't, for it. Wasn't No Man's Sky a Kickstarter band? No. No? No. Um, it was announced at the... What am I thinking of? Star the, Citizen? Yeah, you're thinking of Star Citizen. Uh, no Man's Sky was announced last year at the Spike VGAs um, by Hello Games. And Hello. they showed a new trailer. So they showed it instead, like, walking around on an environment and there was, like, these dinosaur-type dudes mooching about um, and showing how you kind of discover creatures and you discover planets as well. It's the spore of 2014. Mm. Uh, but with more kind of sci-fi influence. So the colours feel very... Would it be 60s sci-fi? I'm not sure. Um, the colours are a little bit outrageous in some places. And I know a few people that don't like the look of it because of the odd colours that they're going with. Colours are fine. I think it's absolutely fine. I mean, it's a, it's a procedurally generated world. So I think... Colours aren't really an issue when they can do stuff like that. Um, one thing that did confuse me a little bit with the trailer, though, is how it is generated. So they show you mooching about on a dinosaur planet, and this big guy comes charging through a woods, and then the player at the time decides to jump in a... a well, the player that they recorded the video for jumps off in a ship and then flies off into the atmosphere, would you say? Off into space? Um, and then they well, do they're already in the atmosphere. Okay, um, fly off in space, do a little bit of uh, mooching about. What, what's the word? Flying about. Do a bit of flying about. Um, look at other ships. Shoot at some ships, and then they go towards another planet, which says it was discovered by a different player. And then they go onto it and shoot some other ships and explore about it. Um, so the one thing I wonder, because it is a procedurally generated world, I wonder if once someone discovers something, it kind of imprints it and saves it, I would guess. Well, procedurally generated doesn't necessarily mean that it's different for every player. Mm. All you need is a random seed with which you then generate the universe from. Yeah. And then, you and know... And what it happens to be at that time. So let's say Elite, when Elite was first made... Um, thousands of star systems all the same planet all stored um, obviously it was like 64k or something stupid so obviously the computer program generated that from you know a, a seed which then generated the whole universe mm -hmm. and every player was the same because every computer ran it the same you know ran it the same way so procedurally generated just means it's being generated procedurally it doesn't mean that it's random for everyone yeah it just means that it's being created at build well at runtime. Yeah, well, I mean, with that, it could even be created at you know build time. Yeah, it's true. Because it's not like disk space is a uh, that big of an issue. Mm. Um, and then they also announced um, Ratchet and Clank is being remade. Um, for PlayStation 4 and it will be released early next year um, they didn't say who is actually developing it so I, I'm trying to find out at the moment I imagine it's probably on the internet by somewhere now um, and they're also doing a CG Ratchet and Clank movie so that could be really cool if they've got someone cool doing the animation for it because Ratchet and Clank are adorable characters Prison Escape massively successful game for the Game Boy for the Game Boy yeah um, so I think a CG uh, movie could work pretty well. They haven't said... Oh, it's going to tie in with the launch of the game. Yeah. Um, but otherwise, yeah, Ratchet and Clank's a cool game. I liked it back in PlayStation 2. So that's cool. Um, I think it's a shame that it's not a brand new Ratchet and Clank, because that's kind of what I wanted, uh, which would persuade me to purchase a PS4 along with a few other games. Purchase a PS4. Purchase. Um, however, it's a remastered thing. Um, but I imagine if they're... 
they're remaking it, not remastering it, as they've said. It means they may change up things here and there. It depends on what they decide to do. Well, can I just say, remaking it is just porting it to the PS4. And oh, look, let's just go over all of this since we need to hire these people or else we're going to face legal action, blah, blah, blah. Uh, then they showed a trailer for Uncharted 4, A Thief's End, which didn't really show gameplay. They said it was running on the PS4, which is easily done because it's like an animated scene or something like that. Um, no release date was said. Um, Sully was kind of doing a voiceover and said it was the last one, basically. Uh, but otherwise, Drake was looking old, I thought. He was all wrinkly. I guess there's some trying to show off tech. Um, but yeah, so that's great, but it would be nice to know a release date. Uh, Grand Theft Auto V officially got announced uh, to be re-released on current gen as well as PC, as PC. Paul has been waiting for patiently. I ain't going to play it. No. You'll get it when it's cheap on a Steam sale. But yeah, so they showed a trailer for it and it's officially been announced on PC, PlayStation 4 and Xbox One. Um, it will have an array of visual upgrades and a few tweaked, tweaked features, um, which include better draw distance, improved texture details and denser traffic. New forms of wildlife will also be included as well as upgraded weather and damage effects and an array of new details to discover. Uh, the PC version will also include a video editor for movie making within the game's world too. And existing add-on content for multiplayer for GTA Online is also expected to be included. Um, that's mainly all I've got from the Sony one. They showed a lot of smaller indie things, which I think are cool. Um, and I think, I don't know, that's mainly what I've got from it. They're mainly the things that I've kind of, my ears are pricked up at. Um, and then Nintendo's conference was of course this morning so they showed a few things which I think are cool um, Zelda Wii U was shown off uh, it's got a 2015 release date and they're kind of changing up a little bit so it was mainly the end of the, the portion for Zelda Wii U that got really interesting so he was talking about how you know usually the thing with Zelda is that you're in a really peaceful world and that enemies then mix it up and I was just like oh yeah well you know it's a bit like normal um, you know the musical change and you'll have different enemies um, however they sh it, the he disappeared and then the, the game continued on and this giant robotic kind of futuristic thing with tentacle legs appeared and started blasting everywhere and there were explosions and Zelda's not really a game that's full of explosions it is now it is now but I thought it looked kind of cool um, so yeah, uh, Link was on a pona, if it's still a pona, I don't know, I imagine so, um, running away from this tentacle monster thing, and then he went to shoot it with his, it looked like a kind of bow and arrow thing, but it all felt really sci-fi, futuristic-y, yet fantasy like Zelda. Either way, it looks cool, and it's coming out next year at some point. Uh, that's all they really showed. Uh, but it's nice, because it will sell some units for Nintendo, even if most of their games are first party um, they also showed off Mario Maker which actually looks quite cool so think like WarioWare if you ever played it and extend it out to be for Mario courses so it's got kind of a similar interface so you've got like items you can select from the top uh, for what you want to drag in um, you create just a Mario course I presume there's uploading and sharing features hopefully it's not completely throttled by Nintendo's ID network stuff um, and hopefully you can just share it out on the internet and yeah you can create 2D courses 
Or you can then just switch around to be in New Super Mario Bros. U. So you can see it in 2D and 3D and see which you prefer. Um, the game, of course, will be exactly the same either way. It's just that you've got a graphical difference between the two. Um, but I thought that looked really interesting and it's coming out next year. Um, it could be quite cool because I'm sure there's tons of people out there who have always, like, dreamt of making a Mario game. I mean, heck, it's probably why you get so many Mario clones out there as well because people are like, I can recreate Mario. Um, and yeah, I think it's, it's quite nice and it's got like probably what well, looked like super quick turnaround times for testing as well. Um, so I think that's really cool. Um, then they announced a third party title. Oh my god. Well, I don't know if it's actually first party though. It might be. Watch Dogs. Oh my god. Uh, but it was Bayonetta 2. So I don't know what party Sega it, I imagine it's just a third. I don't know. It is exclusive to the Wii U. Um, so Bayonetta 2 is coming out in October this year. Um, and they also announced that the game will include the original Bayonetta updated for the Wii U, which is quite nice of them. Uh, so just bundled in the same package. And yeah, that's kind of it. They showed a trailer, I believe. Um, but that's cool. Then they showed off the Amiibos. It's like Amoeba, but am Amiibo. So Amiibo is the range of NFC figures from Nintendo. Um... They're going to launch at the end of this year when Super Smash Bros. U uh, comes out. Uh, they'll be supported in Mario Kart 8, Mario Party 10, Captain Toad and other games. Um, so yeah, you can place your special figurine next to your gamepad and it will import data into the game. Um, they look quite nice. They've actually got quite dramatic-ish poses. Um, some of them look really characteristic. Some of them less so... I mean, I understand Pikachu's pose, but he's not as dramatic as some of the others. Um, but yeah, they they look pretty nice. I imagine they're cool. I mean, people would just collect them for the fact that they're Nintendo as well. Um, and yeah, you put them... Like, for example, you can place a Mario one next to the gamepad, and you get a special version of Mario with his own unique stats for in Super Smash Bros. U, for example. Um, figures that they've shown include... Mario, Pikachu, Donkey Kong, Link, Peach, Samus, Yoshi, Kirby, and a villager from Animal Crossing. Um, so they're cool. I suppose they need to show a bit more on them. I imagine like they're on the show floor and you can kind of play around with whatever they do. Then they announced two awesome games as well. So Captain Toad Treasure Tracker. So Toad's having his own game, which is pretty crazy because Toad hasn't really had his own game before. Um, I mean, Luigi's had his own games. Peach's had her own game. And now it's Toad's turn. So, in New Super Mario World? No. The Mario World game on the Wii U. With the cat suit. With the cat suit. Because um, I never really played it on the... I never played Super Mario 3D World on the DS, but I imagine it's the same in there. Um, and they had Toad levels, where you played Little Toad, and he had to track down stars, I think it was. Um, and you had to get like five in a level and you could rotate the level and you could move him uh, but all you could do is move and you couldn't jump so you had to use the world to figure out how to get to the, the stars for your puzzle um, and they're basically doing that but in a full blown game um, they haven't said whether it's a download or a physical release I imagine it might be a download because it could be potentially quite small um, but the levels look more in depth than the games of course what are the levels within Super Mario 3D World uh, but I think it's really cool and it's nice to have Toad as a character because I'm sure there's a lot of Toad fans out there 
that feel sorry for him and all they can do usually is you know play as him in Mario Kart so that's cool and then they also showed some more on Yoshi's Woolly World which is cool um, it's funny because they started off their their kind of trailer for it in a wool shop in Japan <laughs> and there were the two guys like touching the wall and looking at different balls of wool and I was like oh that's cute um, but yeah so it's basically Yoshi's Island but in the kind of Kirby's Epic Yarn style world but more yarn based less let's patchwork based I suppose um, in Yoshi's Island you would collect eggs and then throw them at people or you'd eat people and turn them into an egg um, in this you instead have yarn so you don't have eggs for you, you have yarn for you um, you can unravel yarn by sticking it with your tongue and digesting it or you can spit out yarn to do certain things um, this has got two player co-op as well and you can lick up each other and throw each other about um, and Otherwise, I thought it looked totally amazing and it's coming out next year and I'm totally buying that for the Wii U because they're supporting... Well, I think it was cute. Uh, they also, in their video, got out two crocheted Yoshis. I don't know if it was supposed to be that they created them. I don't know if they would have. One Yoshi was slightly darker green and the other one was lighter. Um, but it was nice because they were talking about knitting and, and wool and stuff like that and they showed a lady crocheting. Uh, I think she was doing it left-handed. It was kind of crazy looking. Um, and then they had two Yoshi, like a Yoshi, come out of there. Actually, I think they had them on the shelf at first, and then one of them had them in a jacket pocket. But otherwise, I think it looks great. And I loved Yoshi's Island. I know there's some people that didn't like it, um, but I think Yoshi's Island was a great game, and I can't wait for Yoshi's Woolly World. Yeah, it should be good. Hopefully, I don't go bankrupt, and we can get this game out fast. Euro Truck Simulator. <laughs> We need it. But yeah, that's that's like our roundup or my roundup with a hint of Paul. My roundup is oh my god, Elite Dangerous. Mm-hmm. Uh, our roundup from the E3 press conferences. Of course, there's other games at the show which aren't announced at conferences or aren't shown at conferences. But E3 is a massive show and they've got lots of games to cover. So. Uh-oh. Oh no, you're not doing well. Does that mean you've not fixed any bugs? No, it means I've got no bugs remaining. Oh, okay, that's good. But um, those aren't very high scores for a team of three people. Uh oh, what just happened? Uh oh. Glitch. Oh no, I'm going to go bankrupt. Uh, but yeah, so that's it for our E3. Euro Truck Simulator is crap, and I've just bet a company on it. For our E3 special. Um, we'll be back next week, I expect, with more follow-up news from E3, mm-hmm. and maybe we'll chit-chat about games. <laughs> uh, and we'll be on a normal Monday Hi. kind of time, but we'll catch everyone then. Yep. See ya. Bye.